Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and I am recording this in lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, on Sunday, December 3rd in the year 2023. The year is winding down. Can you believe it? This is it. We are in the last weeks of 2023. It is incomprehensible, but that being said, do you have any ideas of energetic projections for 2024. Do you know what you want to project energetically into the new year? What you want to attract to yourself? We're getting closer and closer to that new year. What is it that you want to pull in? What energetics are you using to receive what you want to receive in the new year, 2024? And I am can assist you on that journey. And I want to talk about this because on December 18th, I am offering my Vision of the Future 2024 masterclass where we will explore the energetics of 2024 and through the lens of astrology. And we are going to discuss what energetics are available to us and how we can use them to receive what we need and want and desire, most importantly, in the new year. So what energetic projections are you making in this new year? And how can they align properly with the astrology of 2024? I will be your hostess for that on December 18th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. It's $55. And you can join Vision of the Future 2024 through my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Just go there, go click on book online, and you'll see among the offerings, there is Vision of the Future 2024. If you are not necessarily aware of that, um, you can always email me at debatdebmcbride.com or infowithgoldenastrologer.com, and I will send you the direct link. I also put it up in stories on my Instagram, The Golden Astrologer. And so we want to look to this new year for inspiration and for this, these new energies. And we're going to do this exploration on the 18th. I welcome one and all to join me in this exploration and energetic projection into the new year. And if you are also interested in joining my alchemy membership that starts in january and you can email me about that too that's going to be really exciting it's going to be a monthly membership it's starting at the end of january 2024 once we are through some retrogrades and i am going to offer this monthly where we have a meeting and we have a brief astrological update for the month and an energetic training and an energetic activation in that month. Among other things, there will be a group for you to uh, connect with each other and with me. There'll be goodies. There'll be all sorts of stuff. So if you're interested in that, you can email me about that as well. In the meantime, we have a week ahead. And the big news of this week is that Neptune is going direct. And that is Wednesday, the 6th. Neptune will go direct at 8.20 a.m. Eastern Time. And I don't know about you guys, but I am already feeling this. And this is a once a year event that happens lately. It's in December because of when Neptune goes retrograde, like say five, six months ago. And Neptune 
is the planet of illusion, fantasy, delusion, vision, healing, spirituality. Um, it is the planet of artistry. It's the planet of deep inspiration. It's when you tap into deep inspiration and the result is artistry. Um, and, you know, sometimes Neptune is hard to grasp because its energy is elusive and it kind of sneaks up on you. So one of the things that I've had happen to me in the past is that, you know, Neptune shifts direction. And I'm like, when did that happen? Because it does things sort of in the background of your life. It's subtle. It's it's elusive. And it's a bit insidious. So uh, Neptune going direct this week, though, I can feel very strongly, and I have for the last few days. And, you know, I can describe it in a nutshell as seasickness, okay? And that seems kind of strange, right? Like I'm describing seasickness. And that's the way it's felt anyway to me. Maybe for other people, it's it's they're feeling something else. But what that feels like is this sort of rocking. I was rocking in my hammock yesterday making a video about Neptune and talking about the ocean and talking about the tide and talking about how Neptune's energy can be terrifying when you don't know what to do with it because you feel engulfed. You can feel engulfed. You can feel like this experience is you're overwhelmed and you are drowning and you aren't sure how to uh, move through and navigate this. Because with Neptune, you want to, you can't control it. It's not a controllable energy. You want to navigate. You want, you think you set out in your boat to go from point A to point B. And I say this oftentimes that when you're in, you know, your boat going from point A to point B, you really somehow wind up at point Z and you don't know how you got there. And you're like, why did I go to point C? What, what was this? This was not the plan. And it is something that needs to be, you know, dealt with in a very manageable way. And the way to do that is go with the flow. It's, it's, it's going through the experience of allowing yourself to be present with it and not resisting it. And that is the key to not resist Neptune. It's like resisting the ocean. It's like if you can't handle the ocean, don't go in it, right? So we sit with it and just experience it. And we go with where it's taking us. My uh, coach Yerlin once told a story. She went to Antarctica oh, I don't know, a year and a half ago or so, she went to Antarctica and she went on this incredible journey with, uh, you know, through Chile, Patagonia and dancing with penguins in Antarctica and, and this incredible journey. But there was one point when they were on a boat and it was very, very, very rocky at one point. And everybody was getting sick and, and people were going to their cabins and they were just horribly ill and, and, getting sick over the side of the boat and, and you know when the ocean gets really rocky in Antarctica <laughs> so she went to her cabin and she was like oh my god what am I going to do because this is the nature of and this is described it exactly it's the nature of Neptune to be in your boat and be rocking and it's out of control and you don't know what to do with it okay and people are getting seasick around you and you're like oh my god and you, what's the first thing you do you panic right? You panic. Um, she has led enough plant medicine ceremonies with people 
that for her, she was sitting there at first panicking like everyone else and like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because you can't, con- what can you do? What can you, you're on a boat, you're in the water. This is Neptune. You're, you're bracing the wild seas, right? And she sat there and, and the spirit spoke to her as it always does for her. <laughs> and she said, it said, Yerlin, it's just like the plant medicine. And she felt then Mother Ocean come and embrace her. And that's what she knew. Once she knew that it was just like the plant medicine and she had enough experiences to navigate that, then she relaxed into it and let go. And that's what you have to do with this. So instead of panicking, which is the natural response, you relax into it and you let go. And she rocked and rocked and opened her cabin door and sat and watched the water which no one else was doing unless they were going to get sick. And, and she sat with there like Mother Ocean embraced her and rocked her to sleep. And that's exactly what happened. Mother Ocean rocked her to She allowed it to rock her to sleep. And she just melted into it. And when she did not resist it and embraced it and let it embrace her, they weren't going to die. You know, nothing was going to happen. I mean, this was a large enough boat. There were many, many. There wasn't like three people on it. There was many, many people. It was a big boat with lots of people. And she just let it, let it take her. And this was the most incredible experience that she described because she's so right. And this is what we do with these energies. The first instinct is to panic. You can't panic. you got to embrace it and let it work with you and wash over you and just sit with it. Um, and she just, and she, it really did rock her to sleep. And she woke up the next morning and it was all, the sea was calm. But she, that was the way to get through this. And that is the way to get through Neptune turning direct. Now, I have definitely felt like I was rocking on a boat these last few days. And I had to keep reminding myself of that story that I just told you. And that this experience of Neptune, this is what it does because we feel like, what's going to happen? I feel out of control. I feel engulfed. I feel overwhelmed. This is an energy that I cannot cope with. Sometimes all the, all the seasick products in the world aren't going to help you. You could drink a little ginger, <laughs> keep your stomach, you drink some ginger, but you have to allow the rocking to occur and let it take you and embrace you. And then when you reach the point of peace with this and you come to peace with it, because all it really is is fear. It's fear. When you, when you are hitting something that is so deeply shaking your, you from your core, there's something in this for you. There's something deep in this for you. Okay, Neptune's in its own sign of Pisces. This is all about the ocean and the water. Okay, and so we have to allow the rocky seas that we're being presented with for the next four days, today and the next three, as Neptune goes direct, and then maybe even after that, the next day. Allow the rocky seas to embrace us and be present with it, okay? It's like the tide is coming over your head. That's what this feels like right now. It, certainly that's what it feels like to me. 
maybe you're just gliding through this and you're like, meh, maybe you're a Pisces and this doesn't affect you. You're just like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like every other day. <laughs> but if you're very earthbound, um, you're a very earthy sign, this might feel like lopsided to you. But it's no matter. We have to we have to process this because it's showing us something. So the thing to look at is what are you so afraid of? What is making you so afraid? Is it this stormy passage that you might be going through right now? There, there could be a stormy passage. Um, if you're feeling that, what is the stormy passage and what are the emotions surrounding that? Like I said, a lot of it is fear. There is lack of confidence. There's, can I do this? There's all sorts of things. But this is really about, all it is, is navigating the rocky water. And, you know, it's not like we said, hey, I'm going to go on a boat right now. Like I said, if you can't handle the ocean, you stay out of it, right? So I believe that we're being like the ocean's thrust upon us, whether we like it or not right now. And so it feels like we don't have stability. It feels like we don't have security. It feels like we don't know where we're being taken to point Z because we thought we left and we were going to point B, but somehow we're elsewhere. And we have to allow this. To, it, there's We can't avoid Neptune going direct. I can't go and hide. I mean, you could, but that would be Neptunian too. To escape is Neptunian. No matter how you escape, if you take drugs, if you go to bed, if you go hide in the closet, this is all Neptune. That's all Neptune, right? So if you want to avoid this... You're being very Neptunian anyway. So the best thing to do is confront it, right? Stare it square in the eye. Let the energy move through you and don't resist. Allow the stormy seas to exist and you can coexist with them. And you are, you know, not necessarily holding on for dear life, but you are confronting what it is that's so unsavory, scary, wobbly, insecure, um, you know, causing panic. <laughs> okay. And it's an interesting thing because, you know, Neptune is just so elusive and kind of like we think of it as mellow. And when we know people who are Pisces, they're mellow and they're kind of groovy and they're the kinds of people who can pass through these eyes of the storm and they'll say, oh, it was a quiet week. And the rest of us are like, wow, <laughs> this week was crazy. And the astrology, the astrology, I probably told this story before. I remember there was one eclipse one year when I was still working, studying with Michael Luton. And, and it was such a crazy eclipse. And after the week of the eclipse, I was talking to a Pisces friend. And she said, yeah, quiet week. And it was like so crazy, rocky eclipse, crazy. <laughs> I remember I told him, I said, yeah, this Pisces friend of mine said quiet week. And he said, oh, shut up. <laughs> and he says, oh, shut up. And it was like, he says, you see, and it was like a point he had made. They don't necessarily mind that. Like they're, they're, they glide through it, you know. But he used to also say that Pisces don't fool yourself. And this was one of my favorite quotes of his. Don't fool yourself. Pisces isn't the one in the room staggering around with a lampshade on their head. They can be more organized than a Virgo on diet pills. <laughs> and so, you know, it's a, it's a, 
it's what it is, you know, it's the water, it's the ocean, it's Neptune, it is King Neptune, it is Poseidon's domain. And so I recommend that you work with this energy, let it pass through you, do not resist and find out what's making you seasick. Find out what it is that is causing you to be uncomfortable or are, are just sort of in a state of what could be panic or if you can spiral into a panic. And I have felt these last few days too. If I didn't feel these things, I wouldn't be able to report back to you about it, you know, because I know somebody out there is listening to me. Not everybody is feeling spiraling into a panic and on the stormy sea. Somebody else is, oh yeah, I'm just like, it's another day, right? Or they just get going with their work. And that's a good thing to do too. I mean, if you're just doing your work and stuff. But if you're feeling everything like I do, <laughs> then you are noticing that this energy is particularly potent right now. And this is the way it's going to be until we, you know, stop resisting and just work with it and know that Neptune goes direct on Wednesday. And frankly, I'm going to be very happy when I get up on Wednesday morning and it's direct. So, you know, work with this energy. It's very watery. Saturn's also in Pisces, but Saturn is an entirely different energy. It's the boat you build to sail on the water. You know, it's it's the structure that you build. Neptune challenges that too. Remember, whatever planet is slowest always wins. The slowest moving planet always wins. And right now that's Neptune. So it's very, very slow. It's getting slow to, it's going to come to a stop and turn around on Wednesday. So if you feel like you can't shake the seasickness, then drink some ginger and <laughs> maybe take some seasick pills. And, and But really sit with yourself and calm the spiral of panic Be, by being with it and looking it square in the eye and confronting it. What is it? Okay. And maybe you're avoiding something. And with Neptune, it's classic to avoid something. You know, it's a planet of escapism. If you are feeling like you're avoiding something and you haven't handled something that needs to be handled and you keep going, I'll take care of it tomorrow, next day, on next week, whatever, then I suggest you tackle that problem, whatever it is, whatever it is. Don't avoid it. Don't escape from it, you know, because it's not going to help you anymore it's probably going to make you more seasick if you don't acknowledge and work through whatever that issue is this is the big big transit of the week and it doesn't take much you know all it takes is this this neptunian energy to shake us up before it goes direct to get us you know moving right if it gets us moving, we have to pick up and do something. Even Neptune wants us to do something. And if if it, taking action is going to get you out of that state of panic, then by all means, take the action you need to. Because that's going to relieve some of this, okay? And I know there's some action that we all have to take that probably we don't want to. But it's important. It's important to do that so we, we stop feeling. We stop feeling seasick. Um in other planetary realms, Venus is finishing up her tour of duty in her favorite sign of Libra, one of her favorite signs. And tomorrow she will enter the sign of Scorpio at 1.51 p.m. Eastern time. And Venus is in lovely Libra for another, you know, less than 24 hours. And she's not at her best in Scorpio. Okay, it's not her favorite sign. Not her favorite sign. 
But she manages, and she's very sexy in Scorpio, and she's very, um, you know, mysterious and passionate and creative. You know, Scorpio is a water sign, so we're getting more water in the sky, folks. Tomorrow, more water. <laughs> I'm glad everybody's like listening to me going, are you crazy? <laughs> There's more water, more water, more seasick. Um, but tomorrow she will be in Scorpio and she will remain there until the 30th of December. So it's an interesting year end, but we're going to talk about that too as the months progress, the month progresses. You know, she's going to leave Scorpio, she's going to be in Scorpio all month. So, you know, maybe Christmas gifts will be a little sexier or something, but she isn't in her favorite flavor because her favorite flavor is Taurus and Taurus is the opposite sign from Scorpio. So I mentioned this a bit last week. She will be there all month and she's going to give us more passion, more, maybe more inspiration, more depth. You know, this is it. This is more depth. She's really going to be the last planet to go through Scorpio of the inner planets because the sun is finished. It's in Sag. Mercury's finished. It's moved into Capricorn. Um, Mars has finished its in Sag. So she's the last one in Scorpio, and she's going to give us that juicy Scorpio flavor, a little spicy. So allow the spice to come forward. The worst thing you can do is repress your own spiciness, okay? Here we are again. Don't resist the spicy. Don't resist the seasickness. Don't resist the spiciness. We're going into more water. This is another planet in water. That's going to be, you know, three planets in water because Saturn's in Pisces, Neptune's in Pisces, Venus is going to be in Scorpio. So this is this is water. And, you know, the good news is she's going to make a very nice trine to Saturn on Tuesday, 5.51 p.m. So she's entering... She's entering Scorpio tomorrow, and then she was going to, Saturn's already at one and a little bit over one degrees of Pisces, and she's going to make some very nice contact to Saturn, which is good and stabilizing and maybe financially stabilizing, okay? And she can be spicy, but she can also play the game with the rules, when she's trying Saturn. So she's really giving us some stability in this week, okay? Because, you know, they're talking nicely to one another. So that's that's very good. And I do see a quite a bit of stability, even though Neptune is going direct and destabilizing everything. This Venus trying Saturn should give us some nice stability. She's going to be there. So like I said, she's going to change signs at the end of the month, which is the end of the year. And there's so much going on at the end of the year because, you know, Venus is going to go into Sag on the 30th, and on the 31st, Jupiter will go direct, and um, Mercury will turn direct New Year's Day, so it's like the day after, right? And Chiron will go direct, like right after Christmas, so Chiron will station at 15 Aries. And so this is something, this is, we've got a lot of shifts and changes happening in those last days of this year, so it's going to be interesting, and I'm... I'm glad we're moving into the new year. Like, remember last year? Remember when we were moving out of 2022 and I said, with the new moon and the lunar new year and everything starting in, in January and then Uranus going direct and then Mars 
Mars was going to go direct, but it was still going to be in Gemini, but going direct not until the new year. Remember that? Last year, go back and listen to last year, December of last year, because I kept saying nothing starts until January, really January 21st last year or so. And this year it's different. Things are going direct sooner. And so when we step into that new year with our energetic projections, we will be, you know, stepping into that new year for real. So um, the other stabilizing thing is this week is that Mercury in Capricorn is going to make a very nice relationship, another nice trine to Jupiter in Taurus, and that's on Thursday. So we like that. We like when Mercury and Jupiter speak nicely to one another. This is this is good. This is speaking sweetly. You know, Mercury is in a very practical place. It's in Capricorn. I know what I have Mercury in Capricorn. I know what that feels like. And it's in that nice practical place, and it's going to trine Jupiter, and that's good. That's, you know, now remember last week, Mercury squared Neptune and things were, I think that full moon was complicated and difficult. I think that was a heavy duty full moon because it was loosely squaring Saturn. Okay. And that was, that was kind of hard. Um, I felt harder than I expected it to be and harder than I thought it should be because it was loosely squaring Saturn. But still in all, it was a full moon and it was, it was making a, that, that lunation um, squaring Saturn and Mercury was squaring Neptune. So it was a little too much. Now we've got Mercury speaking sweetly to Jupiter and they're going to have a nice conversation and they're going to think about abundance and ways of stretching ourselves and being abundant. And that's very good. And then very nicely on the ninth, Saturday, Venus is going to be in opposition to Jupiter. Now I know it's an opposition. Venus is in Scorpio as of tomorrow. She'll move along she'll oppose Jupiter which is in Taurus as we know and you know this is actually good and this is really interesting um for a couple reasons one is that Venus you know you think an opposition you're thinking Mars opposite Saturn right which we had but a while ago but we're not there where Venus it's Venus and Jupiter okay that these are these are good planets talking having a little fun they're playing with each other a little bit Venus is going to be spicy you know be very careful in your Christmas shopping on Saturday the 9th make sure that you don't overindulge that can easily happen Jupiter and Taurus wants comfort food and everything let's get a big lunch while we're out shopping with our 20 shopping bags um and let's have a nice cream sundae afterwards you know this is the the energy of you know Venus and Jupiter like can it get bigger? Can I make it bigger? Yay! You know, and so that's a very good aspect. Let's not overdo it with the eggnog, okay? So, um, and did you see my Instagram? I made an eggnog latte this morning. It, it had a little bit of eggnog and then a, no alcohol. Well, I think it had a little rum in it. I don't know. It was store-bought. But mostly, you know, I put other milk in it to balance it because it's not too sweet, right? So, okay. Okay, I digress. Um... Jupiter and Venus, we don't want to, you know, overdo it. And we want to enjoy them. So use that energy to enjoy and peace and goodwill towards others at this festive time of year, despite everything that happens in the world and society, you know. And, you know, it is an, another interesting thing is happening is that the moon is going to be in Scorpio that day. And the moon is in Scorpio as of Friday. Uh, at 10.35 p.m., 
and it will then oppose Jupiter at 10.41 a.m. on Saturday. And then 12 hours later, Venus is going to be opposite Jupiter. Exactly. So it's happening pretty simultaneously. I can't say, well, Venus isn't really opposing Jupiter early in the day. Of course it is. It's, you know, just not precise. It's not exact. So that means that the moon and Venus will be together opposing Jupiter. And I think that's going to be pretty good. Moon doesn't love Scorpio either, right? <laughs> moon doesn't love Scorpio either. Talk about spicy. And just, you know, be careful. The moon will conjunct Venus at 9.24 a.m. And then it's going to oppose Jupiter. And I think that this is a, like a nice abundant aspect, okay? This is a nice abundant aspect we're having on Saturday. So next Saturday is going to be abundant. Remember to watch your spending and your over, just general overindulgence. Watch your overindulgence, okay? Be careful with that because it can really, it can come back and bite you later. The other thing is Sun in Sagittarius will be trining Chiron on Thursday um, at 7.12 p.m. Eastern Time. And that's around the same time that the Mercury-Jupiter trine is happening. Remember, Chiron is a comet. It's not the status of a planet. Sometimes it feels like it. But that's actually a healing response. The Sun to Chiron in a trine, that's actually good. So it'll smooth over any kind of bumps I think that we're going to get this week, especially with Neptune going direct. And remember also, any sort of illusions that we are harboring, right? You want to be present with them and acknowledge them and take responsibility, okay? Venus and Saturn are trining. Um, take responsibility because you don't want to harbor the illusions. As Neptune goes direct, they may come forward. Um, but remember that you want to be present for yourself more than anything this week and allow yourself to not resist the seasick, okay? Don't resist it. Be with it and let it cradle you and let it rock you to sleep. And that's the other thing. Neptune rules sleep and dreams. So instead of being seasick, the idea is to be allowing this to cradle us and rock us to sleep. And that's the best use of this energy. I'm Deb McBride. This is the Golden Astrologer Podcast. Next week, Mercury goes retrograde, but we'll talk more about that on Sunday's podcast on the 10th. And I did talk quite a bit about it last week because I talked about Mercury squaring Neptune three times. But you know, this nice Mercury Jupiter is going to happen three times as well. So this is, notice that story as well. The, the Mercury Jupiter trine that we're going to have, we're going to get on December 18th, when I have my vision of the future, 2024, that you can join me for, we're going to have that Mercury trying Jupiter next week, and then it'll happen on the 18th in two weeks, um, after we have it this week. So that'll be past number two, when Mercury's retrograde, and then Mercury will do it again when it and Jupiter are both direct, and that'll be in January. So there's a little story there. It's probably milder. You won't notice it as much, but... If that Mercury square Neptune, while Neptune is stationing, did trigger something, do pay attention to that and work with Neptune as I have just described so that the next two passages are not as dramatic. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to have a session with me, you may do that uh, by clicking book online on my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. 
you can also join me in expansion mentoring, which can be for three months, six months, and 12 months. And this is the power of compounding. When you work with someone long-term, you are able to work with them in a compounding way. It builds on itself. So you can work for three months and you say, you know what, I want another three months or I want to go for the whole uh, year-long coaching because you are understanding that as you're growing as a person from the coaching experience, you are absolutely compounding and expanding as is, as is our plan. Um, and you are, you know, becoming this new person on this new journey. So that's the, that's the good part about going with someone for a, a longer time. I've been working with my coach, my mentor for two and a half years, and I understand very deeply how she has helped me change my life. So I really appreciate her in that way. So in any respect, I offer you the same. If you'd like to join me, you can message me, info with goldenastrologer.com, deb at debmcbride.com. And if you are interested in anything like studying Reiki with me, which you can do, I invite you to do so. And you can contact me about that as well. Blessings to one and all. Gratitude to everyone. Thank you for listening. And we will see you on the other side of Neptune Direct. Have a beautiful week.